Thanks for listening to the Adam and Dr. Drew Show on Podcast One. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and 4 plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. The days are getting shorter, and you can feel it in the air. Yes, it's that time of year. Pumpkin is finally back at Dunkin'. It's the cozy you've been craving all summer long, now in your cup at Dunkin'. Pick up all of your pumpkin favorites, like the signature pumpkin spice iced latte, or a pumpkin iced coffee, and bakery items like pumpkin donuts and muffins. Sip into something comfortable to celebrate the start of cozy season. Use the Dunkin' app for contactless ordering. America runs on Dunkin'. Hey everyone, it's Brennan Taylor. You may have seen me on YouTube or even your television. Well, I'm starting a podcast called Sus. Share your scare on Podcast One. Have you ever been in a suspicious, crazy, or wild situation? Well, on Sus, we're going to dive into first-hand accounts of all things terrifyingly thrilling, intense, and paranormal. From myself, from you, the listener, and from some of my friends. You may actually know them. Don't miss Sus. Share your scare. Dropping every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and Spotify. Just $25, you get wine and gifts. Ace's favorite stuff or products from ACS. Every single month, you get the drink you choose. It's hard to beat cool stuff and booze. Adam's Monthly Nut. Adam's Monthly Nut. You heard Dick. It's time for another ballsy month of Adam's Monthly Nut. This month includes two Vinny Tortorich approved and invented ultra fat instant energy packs so you don't reach for that donut. Four shot glass ice molds so you can keep your whiskey cold and straight down the hatch. A bottle of Chateau Spill to remove wine stains or blood from the fine silk you're donning. Of course, a bottle of your choice. And the coup de gras, a digital download of the very first basic cable commentary, Roadhouse. This $60 value can be yours for only $25 at CorollaDrinks.com. Well, Adam, I'm going to do a little, another one of our little anthropological historical journeys. Now, this time is through Smith Corona and IBM typewriters, man. Electric, or what you call electronic typewriters. <laughs> I don't know why I call them electronic. Yeah. Well, what is electronic? Typewriter? No. What What in the world is electronic? Why am I saying electronic? Why am I not saying electric? I'm, I'm going to bet that somebody in your household said it that way we back in know. the day. <laughs> I'm going to bet. I, I don't know that we spoke. Well, electronic, we at the time in which electric typewriter was coming in, everything was becoming electronic. Maybe that you'd was go, it. You'd go, you know. But I wouldn't say electronic can opener. No. I'd say electric can opener. So I don't know why I was saying that. Yeah. Maybe there was a brand. Maybe something was called the electronic yeah. typewriter. Yeah. Maybe Grandpa had one. Anyway, Ooh. thank God. Now, back then, they would steal his typewriter, but not his identity. Now, they're looking for your identity, right? And that's where LifeLock comes in. Uh, there's a lot of phishing scams out there. 
one that's uh, masquerading as a billing alert from Netflix to try to get your identity before they drop your subscription, and people panic. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives every day. We put our info at risk on the Internet. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If you become a victim of identity theft, you have access to a dedicated restoration specialist. It's LifeLock, right, Matt? No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. LifeLock can see threats that you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code ADAM. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com. Use promo code ADAM for 25% off. Recorded live at Corolla One Studios with Adam Corolla and board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You're listening to The Adam and Dr. Drew Show. Yeah, get it on, got to get on. What's going on there, Drewski? Hey, man, I think... Finally, it's time we had a little hot... Why must you move your mic constantly? You're just like, hey, man, let me... Uh, uh, how's I make it the entire show and I never touch my mic? It's it's, it's a stand. It's there. I, I, you don't have the same problems I have. Well, don't I have, touch like, Tourette. Leave it alone. Uh, so I think it's time we have a little hot love line, love boat call. Oh, love boat. Love boat. Yeah, we yeah. need to go there. You want to take that call before we do? Somebody's got a... Huh? Okay. Somebody's a woodworker, huh? Yeah. Peter? Uh, Peter? See. Peter. Hello? Hey, Peter. Hi. 44, Central Texas. What's going on? Um, well, first off, uh, looking forward to when you actually move down here. Um, yeah, me too. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, the other thing is, I heard you talking the other day about uh, your trip to Washington when you're going to see the president. Mm-hmm. Um, several years ago, at the end of George Bush's presidency, my dad and a group of other craftsmen in Texas was commissioned to make a couple of pieces for the permanent collection for the White House. Wow. Um, they made um, a couple of side writing tables out of mesquite with marquetry in the shape of bald eagles and beautiful pieces. But I didn't know if when you were there, um, you, it was something you may be able to see. Oh, I don't know. I've, I've been back there, too. I don't know how you figure out what's... What's what? Well, right it's, it's mesquite in the shape of a bald eagle. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a desk with uh, with a marquetry in the front of it. I was told it's in in the war room, which I don't know. I've never been to the White House. You can't really get yeah. Know. You can't get in there. No, the war room oh, or the or the situation room because the war room is actually. Oh. Yeah, the war room may be over in the executive office, and that's got a bunch of stuff over there too. You know that kind of French-looking building across the street, yes, from the White House. Yeah, so the there's a war room, so to speak. I'm putting air quotes up, where they used to be the War Department in that building. Now the Situation okay. Room is a totally different deal. That you can't go. Maybe in. it is. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's the Situation Room. I did. Uh, my dad's name is Paul Sellers. He's a he's a pretty famous. Woodworker. He lives in Oxford, England, right now. But he's taught. He apprenticed as a teenager for many years in Hensville Woodworking. And would be uh, nice if your kids had uh, that, that sort of reverence for your work. Can you imagine your daughter one day calling into a show? My dad's the great Adam Carolla. He did documentaries and books. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> 
Now, my daughter, Woo. my daughter's going to be like, you know, when we talk, thank you, Peter. We talk. Yeah, I saw your dad's work. I, I set my beer on it and left a ring. I should have used a coaster. <laughs> my, my daughter's going to be like, um, you know, uh, you know, we'd talk to those guys on Loveline and be like, my dad was in the navy, in the navy or something. And like, <laughs> what do he do? Either, either he cooked or he flew an F four Phantom. I can't recall. <laughs> flew an F four Phantom? Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> right. Where? Oh, I don't know. The aircraft boat, something. What do he do? I uh, probably. I don't know, Gulf of Tonkin, probably. Megalan, I don't know. <laughs> Heard those words. I think he shot about. down like 20, I, I don't know, some, like 20 some, some migs or something. Or something. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. It's a racial slur. Anyway, I got a problem with herpes. Like, it was like, <laughs> like who cared? Um, <laughs> now, uh, yeah, my daughter will be like, he told, he complained about left turn arrows or something. That was his thing. Something about traffic. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's weird. It's actually, it's actually, it's an interesting. It, it, Drew. This is interesting. Can Tell we me. talk about this? Please. Keep avoiding the love boat. No, but I, I, uh, it's uh, going to get a little. Uh, let's go. It's going to get a little cathartic. Okay. But I am interested in this. Let's go. And it's going to sound grandiose, but yeah. I am interested anyway. All right. Um. I crank out uh, celebrated documentaries and celebrated books. and By whom? <laughs> by moi. And I do lots of things that are interesting and, you know, racing old vintage cars and doing it in Europe and then coming home and writing a best-selling book and blah, blah, blah. And I have noticed that if you're around people – who aren't doing much of that, the plan is kind of rounded down. You know what I mean? Like R- Round your stuff down? Yeah, but maybe everyone's stuff down. Uh. And uh, again, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sound cathartic. But like when I go and sit down with my dad and my mom or my stepdad, my mom, or even my wife, and we sit around and talk, I realize we're down on their level. We're ne- it's never like, oh, my God, what's, uh, what's next? Where are you? Tra- you know, hey, Commander McBrag, where, <laughs> where are you going next? You know what I mean? It's more like there's a, a we, you know, there's a Marshalls on the corner, yeah. and I've been to a lot of Marshalls. Well, the and this Marshalls isn't as good as the one in Encino. And no. I'm like, I just got back from England. I did a car race. Why, why are we talking about Marshalls? You, you know the, what I mean? The alternative and that's a is, lot of dude, that. the alternative, my friend, is that you trigger envy, and then they have to knock you down. Oh, so either you join we them. talk about Marshalls. Better talk about muffins and Marshalls. Then when you mentioned racing in England and they feel diminished by it, have to attack you. Big, why are you wasting your time there? Why aren't you worrying about uh, social, but, social but justice? But I think this is going States? on on like a societal level as well. Like all roads lead to narcissism. But I, again, you know, there's there's how you're portrayed. But what do you mean? Well, I mean, there's the snapshot shot caricature cartoon version of you in the news or TV. on on the internet mm-hmm. or whatever that version of you mm-hmm. is yeah but i if you had looked at my snapshot a little bit you'd go 
that guy's an interesting guy. You wouldn't go like, oh, he's this guy who blows about blip death. Yeah, but you, you don't get the perspective of the cartoon image. Right. And so you have to have that perspective well, what of what's I'm saying, fed to people. What I'm saying is it's, it's – it's, for it, me, it's micro and macro. Correct. Like I sit around with people all day and it's like, so? What? Yeah. You know, like if you sit down with my mom, you could go – I wrote a New York Times bestselling book, and she'd go, I bought a brand muffin. And it's like, that's now, okay, let's talk about the brand muffin. Well, like, but, but, you, but, but somehow the distance between writing a book and buying a brand muffin is, the, is not great in their point of view because all roads lead to narcissism. There's, there's not, they, they can't, if you're narcissistic, you can't put yourself in your shoes. And go, huh? I wonder if it's hard to write a book. Well, you can't do maybe it. Maybe I see everything through my lenses. But if somebody said to me, you know, sat down next to me and said, "I'm a commercial airline pilot," it's like I got five thousand questions. Yeah, now. yeah. I want to know what's your equipment, where are you going? Yeah, you don't have range? envy. You have no envy. Now, maybe now here, let me. Well, this. I think I may, I wish I could fly a plane. Correct, but, but maybe maybe we're as narcissistic as everybody else. But we have some achievement by hand, behind us, but for the grace of God, and so envy isn't triggered. Grace of God. I'm just saying. But yes, I, I'm just, I, it's just not, for the sake no, of argument. It's not, it, it's I don't know point. that's true. It, no, but, yeah. it's not triggered because at some point that guy is going to turn because he's a pilot. He's going to tell you that he's got a. 66 split window Corvette or 63. God damn it, Gary. I, I go 66. back and forth all the time. Oh, let's go 66. The point is, I'll go, oh, you like cars? I got cars. Yeah. And then he's going to talk to me about racing cars. He's yeah. going to go, oh, I've never done that yeah. before. And I'm so you're enhanced. Go, well, works. But you enhance right. each other, right. right. But, it, but it's coming at each other from equals. And as, a, as soon as there's an imbalance, people can have envy. What'd you get, Gary? 63. Really? God damn it, Drew. Drew, you should have really? known you're wrong just because you spoke. I thought 63 looked more like the 50s style sort of. But don't you know that when you. Yeah, it's wrong. Well, do you know? So you should have called me on it. Well, you I. should have s- gone, okay, it's got to be I 63. Said 66, Drew said, and then I kind of corrected myself and said 63. And me saying 66 should have solidified your point of view. You, you had said, such certitude, You should have doubled down, man, on 63. All right, let me hit uh, cooler shock here. Yeah. All right, good. Love this stuff. Reusable, premium, ice pack. Colder than ice, 14 degrees colder than ice, and by the way, a lot cleaner as well. Made in the USA, average of 4.7 stars on Amazon, over 68,000 reviews. Oh, sorry, 6,800, a little less, but still knocking on the door, 7,000 reviews. That sounds like enough. Ready in your freezer when you need it. Avoid the trip to the store during quarantine to get the ice and all that. They've got a variety of uh, soft and hard packs, even a uh, 16-pound pack with a built-in thermometer. Mm. Fishing, camping, hunting, long road trips, even uh, farmer's market. Yeah, when we drove up to uh, Pebble Beach a couple of weeks back, we threw a cooler shock in the uh, in our sort of have the, have the cloth cooler now, which mm. is nice. Put that in there. Threw a couple of sodas and maybe a beer on there for me for uh, the road. I wasn't driving, Drew. Don't judge. And mm-hmm. uh, had a no nice judgment. cold road trip. Cooler Shock, you can uh, get great pricing, and you can go to CoolerShock.com. Use the coupon code, Adam, for 10% off your order plus free shipping. Um, 
Or you can find them on Amazon. Cooler. Shock. All right, Drew, what were we talking about? We're talking about Love Boat, man. Mm, it's time. Yeah, it's, it's time. time. We've been trying for a week. It is time. <laughs> it's called April's Love, man. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. With Charo? With Charo. With Charo. Uh, I almost don't know where to start on this one because there's so much going on. Let me start with Don Adams. Mm-hmm. Okay, does you think people would know who Don Adams is today? Would the Get Smart be a sufficient oh, reference to I was going to quiz these guys, oh, but you, you threw in the Get Smart. He, uh, Matt's pretty Jewy, mm. and Get Smart was sort of the Jewy detective, and they 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 it was very Jewish. Yeah. It was like Mel well, Brooks. It was Mel Brooks, yeah, and it was like. They they literally had like Agent ninety nine and the Jewish agent was like Agent Buck twenty nine or something. Like it was all yeah. Jewy yes. stuff. Oh, yeah. So folks with a Jewish heritage might know better. But but it's funny, yeah. So go ahead. Don Did you do a dive into this? Don now? Adams. Did you do a little any kind of uh Wikipedia? IMDb? Yeah, I looked him up. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just sort of a lucky a-hole kind of guy. He always seemed like a sort of a douche to me mm-hmm. uh, whenever I saw him interviewed back in the 70s and 80s and stuff. Turns out he was a decorated like Marine and then a, a uh, drill sergeant. Mm-hmm. That that was stunning to me. And by the way, nearly died in the South Pacific of hemolytic anemia from malaria. Isn't yeah. Crazy? It is. And also – what you realize is guys... This is back to that cartoon shit I was talking about, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Guys had a shtick back then, and he would do it in... He would do it in Get Smart, and then when you'd see the same jokes in 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 Love Boat, you'd see the same mannerisms. I don't mean mannerisms. Like, he he the same cadence, shtick. the same sort yeah. of shtick. Yeah. Like, he'd do that shtick. Yeah. They'd also do something that always would make me laugh, which is, in this particular case, he, they, 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 they'd pick some far-out thing, which is like, we're going on our last trip because after this trip, we're getting divorced. Yeah. Like, they did a lot of that. What percentage of people who are amidst a divorce go on a cruise? <laughs> you know what I mean? And they would always do some type, but of course they would fall in love again or whatever, whatever it is. It was all cartoony. Cartoon. But, but they would do this thing that always would drive me nuts, which is they walk onto the boat. Yeah. They have zero luggage. She's carrying a big, heavy, bulky typewriter, yeah. right? That's his yeah. wife. That's the premise. And yeah. uh, she is a Phoebe figure lily. Ooh, the ghost. No, uh, Nanny and the professor. professor. Yes, that is the actress. Phoebe. Well, Juliet Mills. Yes. yes. Juliet Mills, good, good, good draw, is carrying this big, bulky electronic. You know, when typewriter was 40 pounds, you know, big electronic. Yeah, back then. Yeah. Back then. And a big case. Yeah. By the way, sidebar. My grandfather owned an electronic typewriter. Mm-hmm. That was a big deal in our family. That's a bad sign. <laughs> but it's like, that guy has an electronic typewriter. Hey, man. Electric typewriter. Oh, sorry. Electric typewriter. He uh, has I, an electric listen, typewriter. I, I finally, finally got one my senior year in college. And that was a huge deal. This is a big deal for the Corolla. It's like, hey, me too, man. Ever afford something like this? And by the way, they would not contemplate because at the same, see, brother had an electric typewriter that was like 180 bucks. 
IBM had an electric typewriter that would go backwards and erase things using its own little tape of erase mm-hmm. tape. Mm. No, 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 no. That's not for you. No, 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 no. How much was electric I like 180 typewriter bucks. I like 180 bucks. 160, 180 bucks. Let's go 1970. Look at a brother. Well, there's different things. There's I don't a brother. brother. Well, maybe it's brother. And the point is this: look up brother versus IBM. Smith Corona, maybe there was a Smith Corona too. All right, no one had a. He had elect had an electronic. Wait a minute, electric, electric typewriter, and no one else had any kind of typewriter. In my my family, and that was a big deal. But they were carrying it in, and they. But here's the part that always drives me nuts. They walk onto the boat, and as they're walking onto the boat, being greeted by everyone, she who's lugging the typewriter goes, do I have to carry the typewriter every time? And he goes, you know, dear, we're going to get divorced, so of course, or whatever. But here's the part that always drives me nuts. That conversation would have taken place in the parking lot. Yeah. not There's funny things when you watch these sitcoms. It's like, as they walk on the boat, everyone goes, why do I got to carry the luggage? It's like, that... The luggage left the trunk of your car 300 yards ago. Oh, at least. At least. The conversation would take place, A, at the car, B, when you went through the checking, the boarding, or whatever that. The, and, and by the way, you'd be done with it by the time you got onto the boat. But the cr- crazy thing to me is some group of writers had to sit down and go, we've got to give some exposition here. Let's do it. Right. And no consideration to reality. Right. Just exposition. That's what playwrights do. We get so, exposition. So Don Adams. Wait, do we have typewriter, uh, hot typewriter uh, prices yet? Per the New York Times article from Dece- mid-December 1974, they put the range at 300 on the low end for a standard manual to as high as 15,000. So I'm still looking for what? a more specific like ad. Well, that's 74, but yeah, anyway, keep going. Right yet. Um, okay, so Don Adams was a drill sergeant, mm-hmm. which is really kind of extraordinary. Um, and, and the, the, it sort of got me thinking about the cartoon thing I was talking about a couple, couple of shows ago, which is that I related to him as strictly, what was the Get Smart, uh, agent, what do you call himself? 90, oh, I'll figure it out. You know, I just call him Get Smart. Maxwell Smart. Maxwell Smart, exactly. Mm-hmm. Agent and, 86, I think. And, yes, Correct. 86. Uh, and I, you know, and I saw little snippets of him over the years. So that was one thing. It's like, hmm, I relate to these people as cartoon characters, and this guy's a drill sergeant and a decorated Marine. Why the hell didn't I know that? So then I drift on over to Charo, mm. another cartoon character. Right. Right. And lo and behold, mar- studied with and then effing married Segovia. Who's Segovia? <laughs> Segovia is one of the greatest uh, legendary flamenco guitarists yeah, well, She's definitely a real flamenco guitarist. Which I knew that, but this is like, you know, saying that she, you know, this, she was the top of the top of the flamenco world. Oh, yeah. She made herself uh, into a cartoon character. Right. Uh, and so she's not known. I mean, everyone kind of knew she played guitar. And the other thing I found bizarre is they lived in the Bronx, which I was like, mm, in the 70s in the Bronx. That's really? kind of like, really? Like, whoa, were you a Yankees fan? Like, what, what are you doing up there? But anyway, but I, I, there was no answers to any of that. I didn't have enough time to really look into it. But she was like a really serious musician. She performed with him. She spoke like – was she the one that spoke like – oh, no, no. 
I'm going to talk to you about some Ross Martin after this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, Charles was a cartoon character, I, and it, there was a real person there and a serious musician, and I was sort of shocked to see the agreed Here's Ross Martin's from Wild Wild West. Correct. I just want to jump in here. Charles' second husband is my parents' family friend's like brother. Weird. Yeah. So my wow. parents have spent time watching Charo play flamenco guitar, like at family friend <laughs> oh, functions. Wow. And what stuff. was she like? Was us. she? I, I'm going to bet she was like a serious, like intellectual or something, in, in with the, at the dinner table, like no Charo esque stuff. I never got a chance to meet her. They said she was a lovely woman, but very strange to have Charo suddenly appearing okay, so in your house. The, the point being, I related to them as cartoon characters, and the same thing with Ross Martin, who was. Oh crap! I'm not the, the he was the sidekick on the Wild Wild West. Phineas something. Or Phineas. Something. Some, I didn't watch it that much. And he was a cartoon. He 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 created characters and costumes and things that yeah. he was famous for. I read about the fact that he would hide those and he would invent them himself. Ross Martin would, mm-hmm. and the cast would not know how he was going to come onto the set every day, and what kind of caricature. He died young, in 1981, of a heart attack, which I found. Interesting. My wife looked at him on the love boat and went, something's wrong with him. Look at his eyes. What's wrong with him? What's wrong with him? And I'm going to say smoking. I don't think he died in 81. Mm, I I think he died in like 85 and he was like 61 or 59 Look that up for me, gentlemen. Can I get the name again, Oh, wait a minute. Did he die a year? Yeah, he did. Ross Martin. Yeah, sorry. He died like a year after doing the love boat. Tucker... Uh, Tucker, uh, Forrest, Forrest Tucker died. 81. In, yeah. No, that's right. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Forrest Tucker died in like 85, 86. Yeah. He, he died five or six years. Yeah. So some of these guys died nine months after they filmed the thing or 13 months or whatever it was. So when I started reading his stuff, I mean, the guy spoke five languages. A lot, lot of, lot, as you go through these IMDBs and stuff, a lot of raised in New York, a lot of them, a lot of them, uh, various you know military military and uh catskills and vaudeville these recurrent themes recurrent themes right but a lot of jewish manhattan uh immigrant spoke multiple languages that you did not know ross martin five languages listen drew riddle me this yeah people are a lot more interesting when they were analog you know, you had to jump a train, you had to hitchhike, you had to take a horse to, you know, we're living in a digital world and uh, I'll, uh, at, at the risk of sounding insulting to people I know, there's going to be a lot of, he spoke half a language, played a lot of video games and beat <laughs> off to a lot of internet porn. That was his legacy. That'll oh, be the IMDb. He ordered a lot of food. <laughs> And he smoked a lot of weed, <laughs> and he beat off. Did I mention a porn? He beat off. He beat off to a ton of internet porn. Uh, he ordered a lot of Grubhub, and he smoked a lot of spleef. And he watched. He he watched every episode of Game of Thrones. He watched every episode of Ozark. He watched every episode of Curb. Mm-hmm. The legacy is going to be he watched every episode of. Ordered a lot of food, smoked a lot of weed, and beat off a lot. Now, as far as language (laughs) just before his death, he was coming close to mastering English. Speaking of mastering, did I tell you how much porn 
<laughs> I mean, this could be everyone's eulogy. These guys were like, in, they were in carnivals, and they traveled the world on a train, yeah. and they lived on a barge in France, and they spoke five languages, and he had three wives. And But he, hang on. Oh, you take through this. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right, let me hit True Nigel. Yeah. Both of us are taking True Nigel. To support our cellular health, we do it daily. I've been on it for months, probably about six months now. Drew's been a number of years, years now. Yeah. Spoke to the CEO about this supplement, and the science is rock solid. And it's pretty remarkable. NAD is a vital cellular resource and exists in every one of our cells. And over time, NAD levels can decline significantly as you get older. In addition, there are factors like lack of sleep and sun exposure and intense exercise can deplete levels of NAD in trillions of cells in our bodies. So you need to take care of yourself with true niagen, right, Drew? In these unsettling times, our bodies can get pretty out of whack. The only NAD-boosting supplement we trust is true niagen because it's backed by clinical research and global regulatory acceptance. Start supporting cellular defense and repair and invest in your long-term health. Visit T-R-U-N-I-A-G-E-N, TrueNiagen.com. Use our promo code ADS for $20 off any three-month or more supply live from now until October 1st. There's the typers. It's $189. I remember mine being $189. That's the typewriter I had. What year was that? These are from 75 as you requested. And it was 77 when I bought the typewriter. That's the typewriter. No, no. Yeah, 77. So 1975... $189 $189 was a used car for the Corollas. <laughs> I'm not joking. My mom would buy a Dodge Dart for $175. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not shitting you, Drew. That was a car. So that's yeah. why we couldn't have that. Look up the IBM typewriter from the same year, though, because my Smith Corona, I would haul that goddamn thing around everywhere. But anyway. I'm um, finding a lot of Smith Corona. IBM's proving harder to find with prices. There's an IBM Ball, it had a ball. No, I, I found the, the you know what I'm talking the about product the product for the, sure. Yeah. I, I'm just having trouble finding an advertisement. Maybe you'll go later. Right. Like it, Nobody cares. There it anymore. is. Isn't that up on the right? No, Cornet. All right, go ahead. But but I I'm gonna okay. I want to table the comment you made until the next show because I want to talk to a caller up there. But let me just t- telegraph this by saying the lives led by these people that became court cartoon characters on TV. I would call them colorful. Like like mm-hmm. like 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 Technicolor. They were extremely rich mm-hmm. lives that were that were distilled down to these weird uh, cartoon characters, and that and they I, facilitated. Yeah, and and I want to theorize why because some of the colorfulness happened after their success. All right, in some cases, I want to I want to theorize a little bit tomorrow. Next, next show, show about yeah. I want to yeah. talk to line two. Now uh, Derek's been on hold okay, for a Derek million years. Derek, forty five, Houston, Texas. Hey, guys, what's going on? Hey, hey guy. Hey, Derek. <laughs> hey, Adam, I just uh, wanted to thank you. I've been listening for quite a while, and uh, about five, six years ago, um, you made a statement that if you're getting close to 40 and you haven't made that document documentary, you haven't gone to film school and you're talking about it, just give it up. You're never going to do it. I took your advice, went to film school, busted my ass, and today I have a film on Amazon Prime. Wow. So thank you. Which one? Let's walk, go watch it. What film? It's called Lion Killer. Lion Killer. We'll look yeah. it up. Thank um, you. How long is it? Full length, Doc? Yeah, 80, uh, 82, 83 minutes. There it is. You know, start Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Lion Killer. And it's a, is it, I can't read it for here. Is it UFCs? Is it martial arts? What's... 
Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It's a uh, okay. story of a struggling Brazilian jiu-jitsu instructor and and uh, getting over trauma and things like that. So nice, nice. Well, good. And 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 what's next for you? I actually had a question for you on that because I'm uh, embarking on a documentary and wanted to know if you had any advice uh, for anyone at the beginning stages of a documentary. Like what you should, the topic should be, or you you already have the topic. No, yeah, I already have the topic. I already have the topic. I I um, probably going to do. Um, I have a cousin. I'm sticking with the martial arts thing, but I have a um, a niece rather who's uh, who has autism, and I'm going to examine how she studies martial arts and how that's affected her positively. Oh, interesting. So, um, yeah, just wondering, any advice on making a doc? How can I make my life easier, Adam? Um, the thing about it is, you have to go out. And you have to start kind of turning stones over and kicking tires. You have to sort of get there. And, and it's hard to shape it from the outside in. You have to just start talking to people and shooting people and kind of taking notes. And it starts it starts taking making form. its own direction. Yeah, so it's yeah. pulling its own direction, yeah. which you don't. It's hard to it's hard to shape it and then go execute it. It's it's a little more fluid. It's not really a football play. It's more of a fast break in basketball. Like things are people are going to start moving different directions. There's going to be openings. People are going to start cutting, but it's not drawn out on a chalkboard. So just start that process. How do you know you have a good topic that lends itself to that? That's always what well, I've that's, wondered. That's kind of that's the chef part. Like, yeah. How do you yeah. how'd you know that this was going to go with that? Well, that's the unseen part yeah. like if, 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 if here's what i always say it's interesting to you right I'm it's sure it your has to be. job to make it interesting to people who aren't interested the greatest compliment for a doc is like i didn't care about paul newman i didn't care about race car driving i didn't care about the, the 20 i didn't care about lamar but i got into it well that's then you're doing your job and the same would be with interpretive dance if i was watching it well and he's clearly into the martial arts and stuff right. that's his thing let me warn everybody, of course, our friends at LifeLock are warning us about a new phishing scam masquerading as a billing error alert from Netflix. It pushes victims to update their payment details within 24 hours or their subscription will be voided. They even link you directly to a very real-looking CAPTCHA form. They know what they're doing. They're lazy, but they're smart. And they want your money. It's important to understand how cyber criminals think, how cybercrime works, how identity thefts are affecting our lives. Every day, we put our info at risk on the internet. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats, something like your social security number for sale on the dark web. LifeLock is there, and if you become a victim of identity theft, you will have access through LifeLock to dedicated restoration specialists. Right, Matt? No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. LifeLock can see threats that you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code ADAM. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com. Use promo code ADAM for 25% off. All right, callers, hang on. We'll talk to you in the next show at the top. You can uh, check me out uh, next week, September 18th and 19th, Tempe Improv, doing stand-up there and live podcasts. October uh, 2nd and 3rd, Salt Lake City, Wise Guys as well. And uh, just go to amcrow.com for all the live shows and my book, I'm Your Emotional Support Animal. Why not? Go to our YouTube page. Watch some free stand-up, Drew. Yeah, just go to drdrew.com for the family of pies, the streaming show. Also, YouTube slash Dr. Drew and Facebook slash Dr. Drew. I appreciate you joining me. So, until next time, Adam Kroll for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. 
Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit for plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. The days are getting shorter, and you can feel it in the air. Yes, it's that time of year. Pumpkin is finally back at Dunkin'. It's the cozy you've been craving all summer long, now in your cup at Dunkin'. Pick up all of your pumpkin favorites, like the signature pumpkin spice iced latte, or a pumpkin iced coffee, and bakery items like pumpkin donuts and muffins. Sip into something comfortable to celebrate the start of cozy season. Use the Dunkin' app for contactless ordering. America runs on Dunkin'.